Welcome back to another episode of of Ruminations. Welcome to Brevity Red Box. Guys. Yep, this is the better <laughs> podcast. Books. Uh, today, as we continue our journey through mid two thousands slashers, although this is an end two thousand slasher, uh, I am your host, Brendan the new blood i've been thinking of a couple new nicknames for myself so i'm gonna have to hit you guys up with those but it's weird when you give yourself a new nickname um mitch and i already on it spoilers <laughs> that's so. no dick skin okay uh d skin squared <laughs> um but with me as always are two very wonderful people with always differing opinions um always to my right we have Stanley Cup winner uh Ian with Dweez. So if I'm E squared and you're uh dick skin four foreskin squared. <laughs> Four, yeah, yeah. That just seems too much. That's a lot of squares. That's um, a lot of squares. Four times two is ten. Huh. 60% of the time, yep. Uh <laughs> Ian, how have you been? What, what how's how's life going for you? Um, you know, I had a pretty freaking good week, like film wise, and then just ended on this absolute massive banger. Um, uh, we first started off with Shallow Grave, a recommendation from you fellas after the last cast. Um, Danny Boyle, uh, one of if not. Uh, Kyle's favorite director of all time. No, definitely not favorite. But no, 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 no that's no, Edgar no, no, Wright. No. Thank on. you, Brandon. God, he's known me for less time than you, and already knows me better. What is wrong with You've you? thrown Danny Boyle in there. You've I thrown love, him in there. I love Danny Boyle. I love Danny Boyle. But go on. Um, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I have overplayed. Not seen it, so bit of an overplayed plot, but. Uh, even I for like, the 90s? Even for the 90s, yeah. It's, um, okay. yeah. Uh, it was good, though. But it is it done in a cool way? Is it done in a cool way? Yeah. Like, there's plenty of movies that rehash the same kind of uh, concepts or story arcs and threads and stuff, but they have, you know, their little unique twist on it, their directorial style. Okay, so it's about flatmates that, um, stumble upon um a bit of money a bit of money you know those those kind of films where uh the main characters kind of get rich in in some kind of way um it was not like the same like the others but it was it was okay it was just okay there, it, yeah i'm i'm a little surprised there's a criterion of it but um yeah it was just okay Mid, as they say, uh, the alphabet killer, which is the movie Mid. of the week. I watched that with uh, Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. Um, and hey, shout out to Discord. Hey, Ian, what's movie of the week? Movie of the week is uh, is our Discord event that we host every single week. Um, we give a theme. Everyone pitches in for a movie. We then vote on which movie we would like to watch, and then we watch it, review it, give us our thoughts in the Discord, and it's all good. 
Damn, that sounds really cool. How could I join that Discord? <laughs> well, thanks for asking, Kyle. Uh, you can just go on our Twitter. That's OF Red Rum of Red Rum. And um, it's the link in the bio. Can we, uh, can we tell them what the uh, theme of this week is? Yes. Which I, I, do, I, I do remember. What if I don't have a Twitter, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> then you can go on Discord.com. <laughs> That's the only way. The only two ways. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and it was it was based on a true story, The Alphabet Killer. I don't know if I said the title, <laughs> The Alphabet Killer. It was hot garbage, and I feel bad for the people um, that really went through that event, and this is the movie that they made from that real tragic story it was almost disrespectful in a way um yeah it was it was icky it was icky i watched a after that i watched a pretty interesting uh film called the aggression scale from 2012 it's essentially a uh r-rated home alone uh movie um with a little little bit of a twist that they did not enhance on they did not um write it unfortunately and that's why it is the rating that i gave it and i feel like i could give it an f but like it was late at night and i really just didn't care so i just i give it a d it, it was a passing grade i don't care now uh can i ask you on if we had to give it a scale a scale of let's say aggression uh out of mm-hmm. 10 what would you rate said scale of aggression on i like how it made me feel uh, no, what was the scale of aggression? Oh, out of, out of 10. It, 10 was, it was like an 11. For, oh, okay. For, yeah. Okay. Actually, sounds like my ex Damn, I feel. Sometimes I just feel bad for you, Kyle. Man, it seems like you had a rough time with your ex. <laughs> um, honestly, a mid movie, though. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't suggest it, but if we ever like covered it. Eh, Meh. Two mids in a row. Let's go. Uh, next, I watched uh, one movie that everyone's been raving about. Um, Oscar Bates. Uh, A24. Everything, everywhere, at once. All at once. Yes. And it lives up to the title. It is very um, compact, and it has a lot of substance in this like over two-hour-long film. It's, it's a lot. Um, yeah. I can't wait to see it. So why do you think it does not live up to the hype? Um, shoot. Totally <laughs> forgot why. Oh, yes. It suffers from what I called Marvel syndrome, which is... Yeah, okay. Um, when, like, in a Marvel movie, they have, like, this sad or deep um, moment that is immediately just ruined by comic relief or comedic relief. And there was a lot of moments that, like... I felt like I could have cried for in this film, but it just was ruined. I I will say though that the film was marketed as a comedy drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I, I can understand. I I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, what, what did you, uh, what did you what did you give it? I don't remember. I, I give it a four out of five. Okay. Okay. It's it's a very well made movie. Um, there's a lot of it pays a lot of uh, homage. <coughs> pays a lot of homage, homage to uh, Chinese um, 
culture, obviously. Um, yeah, it was good. Oh, it just, it just, it's, it's, it pays a lot of homage, a homage, homage to like everything. Actually, it's, it's, Do you a think it's an, like an artsy film. Um, it's very silly. Um, artsy. I don't know. I think everyone can enjoy this this movie. So if you had to pick between this and Drive on which movie was <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Lost Highway. The, the Ryan Gosling movie? Correct. Um, honestly, I would choose the, the Drive. I would Drive. I would Ryan Gosling. Wow. Yeah. Shut up and drive. Kyle, you need to watch that movie. It's got a banging soundtrack. I know. I've heard. I think he's really the, Wait, you've not seen Drive? I've, I have not. I heard it's a good. I heard it's a good watch though. Yeah, I haven't seen. It. Oh, all watch. of this, all of this shit talk. I thought you'd seen Drive. He's no, not shit talking. He's I'm just not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, shit talking in the positive for Drive. Oh, gotcha. It's a good movie. They're all good movies. Um, and then lastly. Uh, a movie that you were interested in, Brendan, uh, City on Fire, which is mm. the unofficial uh, inspiration for Quentin Tarantino's <gasps> Reservoir Dogs. It's very, very good. It has starring roles Danny Lee, who plays a kind of triad uh, jewel thief guy, and then uh, Chow Young Fat, who plays the undercover detective. And I like I'm, the dynamic yeah, between the two. They also play roles in uh, John Woo's The Killer, but reverse roles, which is awesome. I think they have a great, uh, uh, what's it called? Chemistry. Chemistry. Chem- Thank Chem you. Chem trails. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you've sold me on it, honestly. Uh, if there's any voice that I would listen to in the Asian action film scene, it would definitely be you. And Thank I'm you. not. I'm not being facetious. I'm being very serious. Thank you. Yeah, I also agree with that, but that's because you're the only person I know that watches them. So <laughs> that's <I'll take> racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that other voice you hear, that golden god, uh, that's that's none other than uh, the D skin himself, not Dick skin. That's deer skin. We got Kyle. Yeah, boy. I might have to just change my name to Deeskin at this at this point. I don't know. Um, hey, Brendan, ask me if I've uh, indulged in any media this week. <laughs> I know the answer. Have you indulged in any media this week? Absolutely not. Uh, okay. <laughs> weak sauce. Weak sauce week number two. But guys, just hear me out. Hear me out. For all you angry listeners out there. Um... <laughs> I've been playing Ghostwire Tokyo. I will. I, I, I will tell you. I will tell you that you know the job has officially switched over, and uh, this next hey. week, this next week is going to be like you're going to have to mute the Letterbox channel, boys. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because we're going to have quite a bit of content for next week's episode coming out of Cal's mouth. You know what I'm saying? But uh, for this week, I got nothing for you except I did take advantage of. Uh, so Ian posted in the Discord chat the uh, that Zia Records, a local uh, physical brick-and-mortar store, is having a sale on Arrow video releases. And I did go purchase one today. And with my points, I only got it for 10 bucks. Um, I bought the Western Django on Arrow Video. And I'm Django. very excited to watch it. 
Is it just the the first one, or because I think they have a yeah, it's a pack, right? It's like the OG one, like the uh, the very first one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch it. Um, yeah, so that's are, what. How, my how versed are you in spaghetti westerns? Not very. I'm trying okay. to um, open up and expand my knowledge on them, so that's that's part of it. But uh, I really wish they had Kioma because I really enjoyed that movie, and they have an Arrow video of it. I've seen it at Zia before, but uh, it, it must have sold, and they've never restocked because it's been like a month or two since they've had it. But uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm starting another list on Letterboxd yeah. as well. Just ranking the westerns, just ranking the westerns. So I'm going to be going through and uh, trying to expand my horizons on those. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for <clears throat> the reckoning that's going to be coming to Letterbox the Letterbox channel very soon, which you all can be a part of if you join our Discord. Hell yeah! Hey, Brandon. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Oh, I, uh, I, uh, weak sauce. It's weak Ooh. sauce for me, too. Ooh. It's weak sauce. Um, what a bitch. This, <laughs> <laughs> this week, um, I have done nothing but play more Deep Rock, uh, more Batman. Arkham City, Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight, sorry. Uh I think I'm about 52% of the way through now. Um I did find a really interesting uh horror anthology podcast and that consumed 3 whole days of my fucking life. Uh it's called uh, Old Gods of Appalachia and it's basically taking the folklore of the Appalachian states and uh, bringing like an eldritch horror edge to it, I want to say. Um, and my God, is it unsettling? It. There were a few points where, not to sound like a pussy, but uh, <laughs> my, my stomach started to churn, like listening, listening to, to some of the shit that was going on. Um, it deeply scared for me. Well, I don't want to say I had nightmares, but I almost, I nearly had nightmares. Like, uh, this, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, look, hey, look, you had nightmares on Pulse. You're not going to surprise us if you get scared <laughs> with anything else at this point. So. <laughs> it's um, okay. It's okay. Uh, no, it, this honestly is some of the best podcast horror, horror story podcast pardon me telling um i obviously that was a jumbled mess i think you all get what i'm saying but this if you're looking for just like five or six hours of like pure unfiltered horror podcast content uh i cannot recommend them anymore like i think it's better than the no sleep podcast it's better than the black tapes podcast it's better than um fucking the magnus archives i'll go that far i don't know if you guys the magnus listening. archives it's better than that that's a high praise wait oh do you guys like the magnus archives never heard of it never heard of it. <laughs> jesus christ you know what you know what you you too you too god damn it but it does sound interesting so tell me is it like a uh almost like an audio book kind of thing um 
I I guess yeah. Uh, um, it's a uh, so basically uh, the guy that runs it. I, his name is Steve Shell. I, I I believe. Um, and he he writes it and he narrates it. There's a full score to it. There's uh, it's complete with voice acting. Um, they thank God, like a lot of podcasts, they don't do an ad break in the middle, so uh, they do their ads at the beginning and the end, so it doesn't pull you out of it. Yeah, sorry, we do um, that, guys. <laughs> fucking hate podcasts. <laughs> I hate podcasts. No, no, I mean for 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 a story podcast, that's different because you know when you're, yeah, that's like. That's like oh. Tubi putting a commercial in the middle of a movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like fuck yeah. Tubi. Um, but to be uh, or not to be. Uh, not to be. Not to be. Not to be. Um, but no, it's uh, it's a really cool podcast. That uh, one of the things that they state at the beginning is uh, a lot of the the stories that they cover. Actually, even though it takes place in the eighteen and early nineteen hundreds, um, they focus their stories on the minorities more or less. Um, you know, uh, the LGBT. Uh, uh, black people, Asian people, things like that. So it, it's really interesting to see, basically, you know the the people that are on the dividing line between the North and the South at that time, uh, mm. to be dealing with these people and the things that are going through. It's a, it's just really interesting all around. Um, and I, I I praise them for for just fucking going for it and knocking it out of the park. Send some uh, links in the Discord. I'll definitely take a listen. Okay. And it is produced by Rusty Quill, which are the people who do the Magnus Archives, as you guys know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How could you forget? Um, <laughs> Magnus. But, so Archive. while that while that podcast may be something that was created in 2021... Uh, today we're talking about something that was created in 20, uh, 2009. Good year. Excellent um, segue too. <laughs> right? Uh, I, since the last movie that we covered was 2009, uh, we didn't really go over this, but I do just want to, want to, uh, hit home on this. Uh, there were some good horror movies in 2009. Listen. Uh, one of my Wait, one of my of listing them. Why don't we actually uh, go back and uh, check out a video store? If you know what I'm saying. That's a. Uh, Are we doing a time machine? Oh, yeah. Is that happening? We're in it right now. Wait, actually, and we're here, 2009, guys. Stop, Bryce. Sudden. Hi. Um. So, uh, some of my personal favorites, and uh, you guys can weigh in on any of these. Uh. We got, I would say, my ultimate favorite movie of 2009, uh, Ty West's The House of the Devil. Have not Still seen have it. have not seen it. Oh, my God. I know. Um, but it more I, available. I, How about that? Uh, it's, it's streaming on, like, five different platforms. All right, well, make it stream on <laughs> the ones that I have, you know? Um, but, Put uh... Peacock. <laughs> Uh, another movie that uh, is actually uh, not The Collector, but a uh, movie that sits deep in the halls of the uh, the Red Rum Hall of Fame uh, with 
an actor who may just be on this podcast, Kyle. Uh, yes. Uh, there was a movie that you were in that was released in 2009. Yes. Yes, there was, actually. I played said centipede in the movie. <laughs> and uh, I just want to let you know that uh, it was an awesome experience. I enjoyed every minute of it. It's a little messy, but uh, it was a good ride. Um, Which one were you? Don't worry about it. Okay. He was the middle. Ooh, that's the best. Oh, dude, you're lucky. I know. Um, also, 2009, we have Orphan, which I particularly enjoyed. I don't know about you Banger. guys. Haven't seen, but I know oh. they're making a sequel. I need to see that movie. A I bit would... of a good son ripoff, but it's it's still good. Okay. It is. Pretty she good. plays a really good villain. That, that yes. actress. Yeah. Um, we also have the remake of The Last House on the Left. Any takers? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. Um, also, uh, a movie that I enjoy that I know Kyle fucking despises, uh, Jennifer's Body. I don't despise. I just don't like it. Okay. Despise is hard. Um, it hasn't reached that level of hatred, but um, yeah, I, I just don't enjoy it. I, okay. like, I, I don't understand the hype, but I, I, I respect it. I respect the hype. I'm just not. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair. Um, just a couple other I'll rattle off uh, Lars von Trier's Antichrist uh, which is a banger um, The Haunting in Connecticut I know Ian you oh yeah. hell yeah yeah fucking um, banger bud yeah uh, Saw 6 uh, Wrong Turn 3 mm-hmm. The Final Destination or no 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 I'm sorry it's just Final Destination uh, right no no it's The Final Destination I think but it's, it's it's not the fifth one. Gotcha. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It, that's um, the one with the locks, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last one I want to rattle off here is uh, George Romero's Survival of the Dead. I personally enjoy that movie. Same. Uh, it's a good flick. And also some other uh, just notable films as well. Uh, Ian Corline. Yes. Um, I was wondering what I was doing like in 2009 because I haven't seen a lot of these that you that you listed off like Jen- Jennifer's Body and stuff like that. Um, Coraline, though, was my favorite movie of all time um, from 2009 up until he watched Orgy's of Vito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Terry, pretty much. Um, no, like from it, it was a good nine years nine or ten years that that was my favorite movie of all time gross that that was the first movie that took like the tim burton kind of feel and made it like actually good i would even say better than most of no okay that's pushing it better than a lot of tim burton's animated films in my opinion i think Coraline's awesome that's not saying a lot though it's it so creepy, and the the animation is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I agree um, with that. It came out with Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, and well, not like I don't know if it came out around the same like time frame, but the same year. Um, and I think this is a way better film. I was also watching Halloween Two: The Rob Zombie remake that year, and uh, I watched Zombie Land and fucking loved that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. Nine came out that year as well. Did you guys watch Nine? No, no. Oh. 
Okay. It was also like kind of a, a creepy kid movie. I'm sure. It was like a horror movie for kids, pretty much. Mm. With the little like uh, cloth people. Yep. Yeah. Isn't Daniel Day Lewis in that? I don't know, but I remember it being very, very good and creepy. I feel like I've asked this a thousand times, but The Descent 2, yay, nay? I haven't seen the second one. I've only I ever seen either. the first. Yeah, well, I'm more asking Ian because The Descent's like one of his favorites. I would never suggest The Descent 2 to anyone ever in my life. Cool. Excellent, excellent. Any, uh, any other movies y'all wants to bring up? Not that I can see from the Google images that I'm looking at right now. All right. Well, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> well, before we get into this, uh, if you guys like what we're doing here, uh, be sure to check us out on our website. Uh, Kyle, can you hit me with that uh, website link? Ruminationsradionetwork.com if you like what we're doing there's a ton of other better great uh podcasts that are that are um freudian slip that are on uh that uh wonderful site um there's some really great stuff there so if you like what we're doing here go give go go give them a check say hi what's up um but that being said john carpenter Wes Craven, Sean Cunningham. These men stalked so Dave Parker could saunter. A Is film that, that the a, a film a film yeah a film that made baby baby face killers cool before Happy Death Day. A film about a film that may never end. A film that used nearly three hundred gallons of fake blood. To make those hills run red. We got the hills run red. (laughs) How was that? (laughs) Uh, We got 2009's The Hills Run Red. uh, Directed by the aforementioned Dave Parker. Uh, Before we actually talk about that movie uh i kind of liked what i did last time uh can you guys each tell me what you think the budget for this movie was well i know they filmed it in bulgaria i believe are you serious <laughs> I'm yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna go ahead ten dollars actually you should give us four different numbers and we'll have to guess the right one okay uh Two million. I'll I'll just go sequentially. A, two million. A two million. B. B four point five million. C five point seven million. D nine point two million. I already know the answer. And it was a clear giveaway because you did the point uh, seven odd number instead of an even number. So we're gonna go with C. 5.7. That's my final answer. We're going C. I looked it up. It's it's 4.5. Right? God damn it. Yeah, you're right. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, when when I when I got to B and I gave the point five, I was like, wait, it's weird that I didn't give the first one a point, and I kind of felt like I had to course correct for the last two. Um, but yeah, four point five million. Uh, I don't know where the budget went. Uh, I guess that this must. I assume that this was just a uh, tax shelter uh, film that was made. Uh, it Ian. went to the Bulgarian police. <laughs> It went to Bill Sadler and the Bulgarian police. Um, <laughs> Ian, uh, give me your initial thoughts. And where did I watch it? And would I own it? Nice yes. Day. Yes. Thank you. Um, where did I watch it? Um, unknown. Source unknown. Barely legal, as you would say. Hashtag <laughs> barely legal. Um, would I own this film? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, is a, this is a kind of a, a tough question um would i like go out and pay money for this movie or would i be okay with like someone gifting it to me and like putting it in my collection that's not the question <laughs> okay well <laughs> i don't think i would ever buy this in my life um so no no i wouldn't buy it um first thoughts so um i've known about this movie since high school um not gonna go into that story but uh um it's 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 been on the watch list for a while um i had little expectations the the cover looks very um b horror movie but it has a interesting looking killer um that was immediately thrown out the window seven minutes into the movie. Um, anything that, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I, I just, I didn't like this movie. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't fucking like it. I don't know what to tell you. Kyle. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. All right. <clears throat> Where do I begin? Um, I purchased this film. <laughs> From Z Records. Rip Kyle's um, wallet. I got with my own money. Um, I got it. <clears throat> well, I, okay, so before watching the film, I would say that I got it as a really good deal. But um, after watching this film <laughs> for the price of $4, I would say I got <laughs> robbed. <laughs> but that being said, uh, yeah, no, this movie was pretty bad. I, uh, found some enjoyment out of it there were some scenes that made me laugh pretty hard um but you. overall it was pretty terrible uh if i watched it previously to owning it i would not go out and purchase it i would not own it in my collection but now i have it in my collection as just a daily reminder of the choices <laughs> that i make on a day-to-day -day basis so that being said I did not enjoy the film. I also paid money for this movie. And even though I paid a dollar and one cent less than you, Kyle, uh, I still also feel like I overpaid. Um, this is not a movie. Nothing happens. Well, a couple of things happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> Titties. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing I want to talk about. Oh, we're there just were, getting into it. There were. <laughs> oh, uh, he's giving his stop. We're just going I, in. I I would not put this in my it's collection. Um, 
there were okay wait okay i'm gonna get to that in a second uh do you guys uh do you remember the old blockbuster days where like if you would go to to rent a movie and the movie was out of stock there would be that little cardboard placard Mm -hmm. of the title or of the front of the movie there yep so when when the blockbuster in my hometown r.i.p went out of business uh they were selling those placards, um, the the placeholders, for ten cents a piece. So I remember one of the times uh, my mom and I had left like half an hour early to go uh, transfer me like luggage to my father, <laughs> um, and uh, so we stopped at Blockbuster because yeah. <laughs> we saw they were going out of business. She's gonna hate that. Um. And so they were selling these placards, 10 cents a piece. And I got like 80 of them. And the guy that was, the guy that was working was like, I'm not going to count these. You can just have these. But out of all of the placards I bought, one of them that has always stuck out to me was the, the placeholder for the Hills Run Red. Yo, you I, have that placard? Yes. Yeah. Yo, I still do. I'll buy it off you so I can put it with my DVD. That'd be <laughs> sick. <laughs> I'm actually kind of happy that I have it. That would be dope. Um, Sorry, go ahead. And yeah, so I think that the cover of this is kind of badass. Agreed. The movie, yeah. not so much. Um, okay, let's talk about the tits. So, <laughs> every, did you guys, if you're. For yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> this was a first for me. If if you read a script and there's obvious nudity in the script, when you sign on to do a movie, you are like, okay, I understand what I have to do in this movie because that's what I'm signing on based on the script I'm reading. Every scene where there was a topless woman, did you notice how she they kept covering themselves? It also didn't. No, wait, wait, covering themselves how? Like, so every, on the bed, yeah. Every scene where a woman, oh, besides, besides yeah, yeah. the one oh, scene, they besides were like trying to cover, the, okay, I get, I yeah, besides the one scene where Alexa was asleep, every scene, and I feel like you don't need nudity in a film. That's, I think that a film can be fine without it. But every scene where there was a woman with her shirt off, she would do everything she could to cover herself. Yeah, it felt a little unwarranted and icky. I mean, t- to write into a scene that this woman, since we're already getting into spoilers, she's in on the whole gag. She pretends like somebody tied her up to the bed, but she got naked first and then tied herself up to the bed. <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. And was it her, was it her dad tying her up to the bed? Because that's even funny. It was weird. either her dad or her son. Either or way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little sus. She's like, hold on, I gotta get naked first. <laughs> To make this believable. Uh, like, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't even know where to start with this fucking movie. Um, were there any scenes that you get that particularly stuck out to you guys that you enjoyed? Enjoyed? Whew. Um, Ian, I'm going to let you take this one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, okay, so the one thing that I did like um, was the the beginning of the film when the little kid is like cutting up his face. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought um, it was a little disturbing, a little... Um, yeah, the editing, um, though, is 
fucking way too bad. Uh, it's like chaotic. Yeah, it was, and, it it was, was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was but bad. Um, the practicals looked pretty decent. And the, the after effects, it, it looked like um, Gabriel from uh, hmm. Malignant. Mm. Your favorite movie, Brennan? Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah, um, it's no. like it's like a it's a millisecond shot of the aftermath. Is it just like the scraggly hair? No, it's like when he completely just cuts his face skin off. Oh, and like okay. Oh, oh, okay. I, I think I'd have to go. I, I think I, I remember vaguely what you're talking about. I'd have to go back and check that. I'm not going to go back to this movie. Um. <laughs> uh. I, am I correct in remembering that this is a Dark Castle movie? It is. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Boy, did they go downhill. Yeah, what's weird, I watched like 15 minutes of the special features on this, on the making of it, which was an experience. And <laughs> um, they said that they like did the storyboards, wrote the script, like almost planned out the whole movie and then Warner Brothers was like I had like we have to help you make this film like we have to like they saw like a huge potential in it and uh then funded the rest of the money to make it so whatever this director had prior to shooting the film was apparently something very special (laughs) yo they got played (laughs) seriously my god um (laughs) I like the casual heroin scene when he like yeah. takes her back to her place and she just casually just does heroin right in casually front of him. Casually lights up and then immediately holds a perfectly well-articulated conversation while being <laughs> yeah. high on like a shit ton of heroin, which would not be the case. Yeah. So was she just method acting? I guess. Wait. <laughs> what well because she knows that she's being the whole time yeah she knows that she's being filmed oh okay and i mean it it takes more than two days to kick heroin she was not acting in the movie dude what's with the um like the heroin doped out montage after that that was i wrote that down too Like, like what was that Oh, the rehab montage. That was so weird. It was and... so strange. And then I love the camera when she, like, the uh, the montage stops very sudden. And then it's just her face. And she rolls over. And he's just, like, leaning, staring at her, like, with wide open eyes. And goes, <laughs> it's time to go. Or something like that. Like, end of montage. I was like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. Well, he knew that she was clean. Yeah. Oh, after that one. Or no, so, it's probably multiple nights, right? Also, what about the fucking name Lalo? Hey, dude, I wrote that down too. Oh my god, dude, what? Why? That is, that is not that is not your grandfather's name. name. Really quick, before we back on the same, I'm really sorry, but just to go back to the heroin thing, real quick. Um, <laughs> my favorite quote of the movie is in this scene, and um, she injects herself with heroin. And then hops on the bed, gets naked, obviously, huh. and and says, "You better mount up b- before my blast wears off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Um... It's my favorite quote of the movie. Uh, okay, so before we continue this conversation, uh, I think this is a good time to take an official ruminations of red rum thick piss break. 
uh, please enjoy a message or an audio recording <laughs> of uh, some of the... Kyle, you, you know what you made me do before this, okay? I'm trying my fucking hardest. Hey, audience. Um, please enjoy yeah. the soothing tones brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts! And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcast here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. And Ooh. we're back. Oh, I'm coming from a mile away, Cal. Uh, I did. <laughs> My mind's blown right now. <laughs> um, so we're back to talk about this shitty movie. Uh, what did you guys think of the practicals in it? There's practicals. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's not actually what I wanted to talk about first. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Um, so obviously, uh, you guys both saw the post-credit scene, correct? Yeah, where Doctor Strange shows up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I saw it. The, the that, pregnancy, pregnancy yeah. thing. So uh, one Who of the things, <laughs> one of the things I was reading about this movie is. They there were two scenes that they cut out. The first one is a naked Bill Sadler beating his wife, uh, which I would have paid to see that. I think that would have made the movie. That seems pretty uh, on brand for this film. Yeah, um, but the it second needed scene, more white trash, in my well, opinion. Okay, so that that leads me to the second scene that they cut out. Remember when Babyface picks up uh, Brunette Woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, I don't, I don't remember anyone's name in this movie besides Lalo. Um, yeah, that's when he goes and does the thing. Yeah. So, so Babyface picks up Brunette Girl and uh, chains her on her, basically in a doggy style type position to a stump, and then he just walks away. One of the scenes that they cut out was. Babyface raping her, which would make the post-credit scene of her being pregnant make sense. Uh, yeah, yeah that, would, that would make that make sense. Um, how do you guys feel that they cut that out, or do you just not honestly give a shit? <laughs> I'll say I don't really give a shit. However, I think if they were going to keep the post-credit scene in, they should have kept the other scene. I mean, that's the only way continuity-wise it makes any kind of sense. So it it, it seems like they wanted to do the idea. And then the whole journey to for that last part to make sense, they like were like, ah, we shouldn't do this anymore, but we'll just keep, you know, the conclusion in. I don't know. It just seems kind of like a cop out. Yeah. I would have loved to have the extra scene at the end just not be there because it just ends so badly. Like and, and it's a perfect ending to this movie. Because it doesn't make any sense. Well, you guys, I, I think that we would all, that we can all agree that the idea behind this movie is interesting, right? Yes. I yeah. That. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I love documentary style uh, movies. Like I was totally in um, for the first like three minutes and then <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> we're just going to film a documentary sometimes. The, the character development is so stupid mm-hmm. um like when he's getting the lap dance from the the blonde female and 
his girlfriend's getting fucking railed by his railed. best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That like, what is the point of that? The scene cut was very polarizing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? It, and then later on, it was consensual by the way, when they're, when they're camping out, was it? uh, when they're all camping out, Lalo and his girl and the, the main guy's girlfriend, are sleeping next to each other in sleeping bags, and she rolls over and puts her arm around him in her sleep. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. they're not even trying at this point to hide it. It's just, it is what it is. Oh. I mean, it didn't have to make sense because it already wasn't making sense. <laughs> uh, what a, just what a bad movie. I feel like I have, do you guys have anything to say? I, I feel like I'm doing a terrible job on this episode because th- this movie, there's just nothing to go on because it's all so stupid. I'll tell you a part that made me laugh really hard if you want. Okay. Okay. Um, What's the guy's name? The one that sleeps with the dude's friend? Lalo. Lalo. When uh the baby face is coming after Lalo and he lights the two flares... And he goes, come on, fucker. Like, he's going to find him off with two flares. And then uh, <laughs> just shoots him. Up the gun and shoots him. That, that made me laugh pretty hard, actually. So kudos to that scene, because that was some funny shit. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. A slasher that or a, a killer that uses a gun. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It was like that whole um, Indiana Jones scene where the guy's yeah. like swinging the sword around. And, and then he just takes out his gun and shoots him. I was like, okay. You think that this movie paid homage to to Indiana Jones? I do, and especially with the oh, shots, um, they had a lot of wide shots in this. And Indiana Jones is famous. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just talking on my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that hook scene, Brendan. What was your favorite scene? Uh, See, man, that that's such a difficult question because I didn't enjoy any of it. Um, I guess I'll say the 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 requiem for a dream heroin montage towards yeah. the beginning. <laughs> um, the, the 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 scene that I think that I most liked aesthetically was when um, Alexa rolls the main dude into the theater at the end and there's all the dead bodies around him and she's like you wanted to see the movie here's the movie and she shows him the movie and he has this like um i don't know if you guys have seen in the mouth of madness um but like the main character in that at the end of the movie when he's watching in the mouth of madness like this movie gate that scene kind of aesthetically gave me that vibe and he somehow spits out his uh, gag, and he just starts laughing maniacally. Um, yeah, that was... You're talking about the Sam Neill scene? Yes, yeah. yeah. See, honestly, I kind of thought that, that the main dude was going to flip and be like, no, I want to murder people and make movies with you. Yeah, that would have been, been a better That would have been so about cool. It. Yeah. Um, but they would have had to have kept people alive and at that point everybody was already dead so <laughs> and they would have had to have some more hillbillies you wouldn't have had anybody to kill so um halfway through though if he if that happened that would have been sick and then he turns on his right? friends oh god right? that would have been cool like alexa could have been like i gave the hillbillies blanks um because yeah she gives the dudes blanks for some fucking reason or no, no, yeah. she, pay, she pays the hillbillies to shoot at them with blanks. For what purpose? 
Yeah, what? Oh, well, well, for the movie, I guess. We're right? trying to make a movie. I guess oh, yeah. They're filming it? Yeah. I always I keep forgetting this is like a movie All within, within a movie. <laughs> um, Bill Sadler did an amazing job, though. He always is great. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, apparently, the the director said that was the only person that he had in mind for that role. Probably because it's the only person he could afford for that role. <laughs> <laughs> With 4.5 mil to, to use, I mean. Well, look, Pepe Bill's the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's. I love you. Yes. I grew up with you. I'm just kidding, but still, yeah, no, he probably didn't have much to go with. Also, the main dude says that The Hills Run Red is the scariest movie ever made. I find it hard to believe that the scariest movie ever made will ever be a slasher movie. Really? Do you, I, I think I can stand firm on that. Good. Topic. I mean, for the longest time, Psycho was probably the scariest movie of all time for people. Ah, well, those people are fucking idiots. At the time, and then though, the what surpassed though. it was The Exorcist. Correct. So it's maybe it's just a time thing. Yeah, it's just a I don't know. Well, I do think that is a topic that we could have a very lengthy discussion on. Um, but what we could not have a lengthy discussion on is The Hills Run Red. Um, Ian, unless you guys got any final thoughts, uh, hit me with them numbers slash stars. I forget what we landed on there. Can I also just say that um, they kept saying he's the master of horror, but the guy made one movie that nobody saw. <laughs> <laughs> So how is he the master of anything? But I digress. Ian, hit, hit, hit him with your review. How did that movie come out in theaters if they're still making it? Yeah, like it never got finished. They just oh my god, right? There's multiple so cuts. Confused. Like the final, because she says it's the final cut or whatever. So I'm assuming well, they had like they kept adding to it. I guess and there's so 20 years guys, later. It's a fucking 22 hour movie. But. Did you guys notice the Italian poster for The Hills Run Red in his house? I did. Yeah. Oh my god. And there's a fear.com poster at one point too. At the very beginning in the movie theater, yeah. Yeah. Um but okay. Completely derailed. Any uh any any final thoughts before we get into number star reviews? Uh no, we got the heroin montage. We got the (laughs) Oh That one girl did hide herself in a barrel of blood and then gets out, takes the clothes off the dead, rotting corpse <laughs> and wears those. So that was pretty mellow of her. I'll give her that. It was it's like kind of like the shot in um, The Descent, but she just looks like she's coming out of a jar of maraschino cherries. <laughs> I, I will give her credit for opening her eyes as she's coming up out of that. And you can just see all the blood fucking caked on her eyes. That that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. The commitment to a shitty movie. Yeah, good for her. Cool. Um, we should uh, tag the director for this episode <laughs> <laughs> so we can listen to it. You know. What I mean? Oh man. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave Parker. I'm kidding. Oh, whoa, kidding. whoa. <laughs> he probably has made a good movie, right? No. No. Uh, do, do you want to know real quick? Do you want to know what else he's made? Sure. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling the dead. Yeah. Yep. He 30%. was a writer. 
Did he, he was, really do House of the Dead? He was a writer on House of the Dead. Okay, um, so House of the Dead, I think, still holds the place for the worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Did you uh have have you ever heard how a UA Bowl fights the movie critics? No. Yeah, so the dude that directed House of House of the Dead, UA Bowl, um, he has had at least ten boxing matches with critics. Um, because he says if you have the right to shit talk my movies, um, then you need to get into the ring and fight with me. And so far, ten mm. movie critics have gotten into the ring with him, and he has KO'd every single movie critic. That's yeah. actually sick. Right? That's, that's pretty fucking cool. That sounds like a better story than a lot of the movies he's probably made. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, UA Bull, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> Do it. You won't. I'm, I'm not going to fight you. I would never fight him. I haven't even seen the movie. I want to, though. No. Um, so I'm going to go over my review and um, rating now. Uh, are, are we doing the stars or the percentage? The percentage percentage okay um it's uh the cinematography is wildly inconsistent the acting is bad the script is really bad the story really bad the idea of it the first three minutes um very very good um but um Executed in possibly one of the worst ways imaginable. Um, not the worst film I've seen ever. It's, um, I wasn't bored. Um, it just, and I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know how I feel about this one. No, I think you, I think you tied it up pretty nicely, actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, thirty-five. Thirty-five percent. All right, all right, all right. Thirty-five, thirty-five. I mimic everything that Ian just said. Um, but the killer did look pretty cool. And shout out to those scenes that weren't supposed to be funny that made me laugh my ass off. So, uh, what did I give Colbos? I don't know. Because I got to make sure I give this one lower, so I just want to make sure I don't give it higher. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a thirty. Solid. Uh this movie bad. Movie no good. Uh this was not very enjoyable in practically any sense. Although I will say. This is one of the rare movies that even though it was boring and stupid, uh, the hour and 20 minutes felt like 10 minutes. Um, so I got to give it credit for that, I would say. Um, so I'm because of that, I'm going to bump it up to With 72. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bump it up to a 35 just because it felt like uh, um, uh, it felt fast. So (laughs) (laughs) one of the best compliments you can give a movie. (laughs) It felt fast. 
Uh, so that God. gives it an official red rum rating of 33.333 repeating. How do you guys feel about that? Solid. That's a solid number. Yeah. It's not like well deserved. Terrible. It's not but it's really bad. <laughs> no, yeah, it could it can get worse than this. Yeah. And it will get worse than this. But yeah. for now, this is the worst. Well, I think now it is time to move on to my favorite thing to host, even though up until the last minute I forgot to pick movies. Uh we got is it right? Is it right? I don't know. Is it right? Uh, we have the greatest podcast game of all podcast games. It's true. Uh, don't know what the score is. Uh, yeah, I'll get back to you on that. The, yeah, isn't that what you said last week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got nothing um, to lose, coming. baby. It, it's coming. The scores are coming. Trust me. Well, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, bitch. <laughs> All right, we got... So Kyle's ready, and so is Ric Flair. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. First Savage. movie. Uh, a young woman named Elena sneaks out of her house one night to attend an exclusive party unaware of the horror that awaits her. A sick criminal known as The Collector crashes the party in search of fresh victims. When Elena goes into hiding, she finds and frees Arkin. The Collector's <laughs> captive, Arkin manages to escape, but Elena is taken prisoner. A mercenary friend of Elena's father then forces Arkin to come along on a mission to free the young woman. Genre, mystery, thriller, horror. Rotten, 33%. Lock it in. <laughs> I'm going to also say rotten at yeah, 33%. Lock it in. Uh, correct on one. Y'all are both correct. Uh, it is at a staggering 49%. It is 2012's The Collection, which I personally think is actually better than The Collection. Oh, I thought we were going off Critic again. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. I can see people enjoying this more. All or right. like 40. What is it, 49? 49, yeah. Yeah, which is 49%. That's very close to a fresh. It's 11%. It's a long way. Yeah, it's 11 all right, we ready for number two? Yes. All right, here we go. Pulling it up. Strange things begin to occur as a tiny California coastal town prepares to commemorate its centenary. Inanimate objects spring to life. Reverend, Reverend Malone stumbles upon a dark secret about the town's founding. Radio announcer Stevie witnesses a mystical fire, and a hitchhiker, Elizabeth, discovers the mutilated corpse of a fisherman. Then, a mysterious, indecent fog descends upon the village, and more people start to die. Genre, mystery, thriller, horror. I want to see this movie. I'm going to go 
fresh on this one, and I would also like to see this movie. Dang. Um, can you repeat the second sentence, please? The second <laughs> sentence. <laughs> in, 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 inanimate objects spring eerily to life. Reverend Malone stumbles upon a dark secret about the town's founding. Radio announcer Stevie witnesses a mystical fire. And hitchhiker Elizabeth, Jamie Lee Curtis, discovers okay. the oh, mutilated corpse of a fisherman. You shouldn't have said that. I did know what it was, but um, this is fresh. This is fresh. Are you guys both secure with your answers? Should we not be? See, si, senor. I'm just asking. See, si, whatever. <laughs> we got two correct answers. It's a fresh guess. Number. This is John Carpenter's 1980. I don't know what year. <laughs> this is the fog. I think I know. I know what it is. It is the fog. Um, mm, I have not percent? seen this movie. I really want to. Hmm. I'm going to go since he's chicken out right now. I'm going to go <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm going to go with 79. Hmm. I'm gonna go with 75. 75. You are both incorrect. It is 64. Dang, I knew it was gonna be low. Yeah, I freaking it is. As you guys have guessed, it is 1980s The Fog, written or directed by John Carpenter, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Yeah, it's not very good, but um, I know that old people love this movie. <laughs> I want to watch it. Like I'm my old. dad. Oh, that old. Gotcha. Um, all right. So we are tied. Dos de dos. We got two and two for those of you who don't know Spanish. Um, are you guys ready for Le Trace? See, si, whatever. Bone saws ready. <laughs> Jen, one. <laughs> Jen is enjoying a romantic getaway with her wealthy boyfriend until his two sleazy friends arrive for an unannounced hunting trip. As tension mounts in the house, the situation abruptly and viciously intensifies, culminating in a shocking act that leaves Jen left for dead. Unfortunately for her assailants, she survives and soon begin and soon begins. A relentless quest for bloody revenge. Genre, mystery, thriller, horror. Dang, it started out like funny games. Have we covered this movie? No. Okay. Hmm. I'd be down to cover it though. I enjoy <laughs> this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say go fresh. I'm gonna go rotten. Are we secure in our answers? We're secure. Should I not be? <laughs> because Kyle, you're correct. Yes, no version. Which I'm honestly, I'm completely surprised at this one. I'm gonna go fifty. Oh, you are incorrect. It is a fifty-eight. It is 2017's oh, wow. Revenge. So two points off from Oh, Revenge of the Shutter. Yes. Yeah. 
it, it has a 93 critic score. Yeah, I know which, people love this movie. Yeah, no, the movie's fantastic. Huh. Interesting. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Are we ready for number Falso? Ready. Okay. Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a Crush. remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. 1890s fresh and i'm gonna go <laughs> wait no 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 we can wait okay i'll go fresh as well <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be an 80 you gotta play the game better ian wait be can, I, can i can i can i you're taking away my favorite parts of this game what this what? number here yeah oh ian did you guess 86. the percentage 86, 86. okay um, he <laughs> sounds so sure. Uh, I'll go eighty-five. Well, you're both wrong. It is 2019's The Lighthouse, sitting at a seventy-two percent. Really? Really? Yeah, that seems about right, though. Hmm. What's it critic? Is... The critic is a uh, ninety. Oh, ninety. Yeah, yeah. Um. Since I did five last week, should I do one more now or call it at that? Sure. Tiebreaker. Let's do it. <laughs> Tiebreaker. All right. Actually, uh, Ian, I think that this one's more in your favor. Um, when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Fresh. Why? Why was that in my favor? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Can right. you repeat the first seven words again? <laughs> Just want me to say the whole sentence? No, I want when the in- first seven words. <laughs> <laughs> when an interdimensional rupture right. unravels reality. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat it again, please. <laughs> oh, when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Okay, this is fresh. All right, you are both correct. This isn't a horror movie, though. Well, you know what? It's, it's fucking it's, it's topical, okay? Okay. 90%. Damn. I think it's anywhere between 85 to 100. Ian, if you guess the number correctly, you will tie the game. Ooh. 100. Ah, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> it's 93. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Well, as seems to be the running thing here, uh, Kyle again takes it, uh, scaring me that I will be farther and farther away from being able to burn a life-sized wooden figure of Dobby. 
Yeah, I'm going to say, I have to check the score on this one, but I might be ahead of you at this point. I'm pretty sure I had eight. Well, I have 17 now, so no. clearly. <laughs> wait, Come sail wait. away with me, Brendan. 17? No, I'm kidding, obviously. Oh, oh uh, Jesus Christ. For a second, I was like, wait. Someone's raging the dream. <laughs> oh, my God. I honestly um, thought this was going to be a uh, kind of a wasted episode. Because this movie's like pretty bad, but it was good. It was good. I liked it. I like this. It's nice. Quite nice. Yeah, this was a movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that being said, this has been another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. The oversized incest baby of the Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, If you like what we're doing here, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ruminations of Red Rum and on Twitter at Of Red Rum. That is O-F Red Rum. And please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Remember now, you can rate things on Spotify. So please give us that good, good rating. Yes, please. Uh, It helps with the algorithm. Please review us. It does, please. The almighty algorithm. And also be sure to give us a review. Uh, You can type literal figure uh, word reviews on iTunes. You can say good. Uh, All you have to type is good because we're good. Good, good, good. Uh, Anyways, I today have been your host, Brendan. Currently the new blood future to be something else uh and with me as always is ian i would have gone with the baby face of the radio network um uh god damn it michael you're you're gonna like this one obviously i mean you're probably in it let's be honest um (laughs) this is a doozy um i want to watch more really bad films and review them because we 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 need some lower quality um, movies in the ranking. Let's be honest here. Colobos. Um, Colobos. Um, Mexico Barbaro. Mexico Barbaro. Obviously. Absolute bangers. Or Zito. Not a movie. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a Audition. Have a, have a bad day. Or good day. Sorry, back. Good day. Good. Day. Good. Have a bad good day. Uh, and also the ever wonderful and fantastical and thankful that he gave me this opportunity uh kyle with the game i want you to find brendan on twitter i want you to find brendan on instagram i want you to go to your local city hall and i want you to get a petition started to get him off deep rock galactic (laughs) this needs to stop tweet at him save hashtag save brendan uh, Instagram hashtag save Brendan and please go to your local city council make it happen guys get him off this let's save Brendan today anyways I got some deep rock to play so uh, stay spooky folks <laughs>